0: Hey everyone, welcome to Unforgettable, hosted by yours truly, myself Megan, and this is a true crime podcast. In today's episode, I will be covering the disappearance of Marshall Ayahuasca from Alberta, Canada. So, first off, I want to apologize for not releasing anything the last few weeks. Life has been crazy, crazy busy. I was super sick for like a week and a half, two weeks and I just got by from Arizona from a girl's trip and I fractured my wrist. So yeah, to say the least, things have been crazy and here we are back at it. My website is pretty much done. I'm hoping to figure out my domain setup and launch my website to you guys in the next little bit, so please stay tuned for the release date of that. Anyways, since it's been so long, this week's episode, we're just gonna jump right into it and jump on the case of Marshall Iwasha, who disappeared three and a half years ago, and unfortunately, there are still no whereabouts of Marshall. Marshall was born January third, nineteen ninety-three, making him twenty-six years old at the time of his disappearance. Marshall had an older sister, Paige, and his mom and dad, Tammy and Perry. Perry wasn't really involved for around 10 years previously in Marshall's life, so it was mostly just Tammy, Paige, and Marshall. Marshall was described as quiet, reserved, and kind to everyone. Growing up, he enjoyed playing football, but later quit because he didn't like the aspect of hurting other people, which really just showed his kindness for others. Marshall loved camping, hiking, and being outdoors. He worked in the gas industry, working the power lines, but decided to enroll in the IT program for software development at the Southern Alberta University of Technology. Marshall moved from Lethbridge to Calgary to start school, which was about a two-hour drive north. He completed the fall 2018 semester and spring 2019 semester, but after he disappeared, we found out that he wasn't registered for the fall 2019 semester, so he didn't plan on returning to school. During the summer of 2019, his sister Paige was visiting from Hawaii for a family reunion and while visiting, her and her family were under the impression that Marshall was going back to school that fall but no one knew for sure what he was doing. I guess Marshall was saying that people in that field didn't really need to be in school and that it was kind of all about their connections so it appeared that he didn't really want to be in school but nobody knew his true intentions. It's also important to note that Paige did say that sometimes it would take Marshall weeks to answer which wasn't really like him so people were noticing it was harder to get in contact with Marshall around two months before he went missing and Paige also moved to Hawaii so you know when you move and you're going to school things get chaotic people you know get busy and you don't really answer people as much as you used to so you know this is kind of one of those things where the older you get you kind of grow distant from people even though you don't mean to. So I kind of take that as a grain of salt in this but again that's just my opinion. So Paige and Marshall shared a storage locker with their extra stuff in it. Marshall's mom planned on visiting him in Calgary which like I said was a two-hour drive from Lethbridge but I guess he said he had some things to do with the storage locker so he decided to make the drive from Calgary to Lethbridge. It said that he spent the day cleaning and tidying up around his apartment before leaving to go to his mom's house. He visited his mom for about an hour and a half and around 11pm he said his goodbyes to his mom. Since it was so late, he planned on driving two hours back to Calgary that night but his mom offered for him to stay the night but declined as he stated he had to go to the storage locker and get back to Calgary. Marshall was last seen this night, Sunday, November 17th, 2019, leaving his mom's house to go to the storage locker around 1130 p.m. The facility was actually closed, but Marshall tried gaining access several times, trying his code over and over. And Paige did say that when they first got their storage locker, they did have 24 access. So Marshall probably didn't know it was even closed they were never notified that their storage locker's hours even changed. Marshall gained access around 6 a.m. Monday, November 18th, and was there for about an hour and a half. The logs confirmed this last known sighting at the storage locker around 8 30 in the morning. Unfortunately, we don't know where Marshall stayed that night. His mom's house was only a 15-minute drive, so we don't know why he didn't go there that night the security tapes were unfortunately erased so we don't know if anyone was with him we don't know where he stayed we don't know what he took or what he brought into the storage locker we really don't know anything besides what the logs state and that's that he tried to get into the lockers around 11 30 and then he eventually gained access around 6 and left his storage locker at 8 30 in the morning Marshall frequently let his phone minutes run out, so Paige wasn't concerned when she hadn't heard from Marshall via telephone. So she would email him, and when she tried emailing him and didn't hear a reply, she then reached out to their mom and she also hadn't heard from Marshall. Paige then reached out to his friends And none of them had heard from Marshall either, which was very unusual for him. At the time, Marshall's mom, Tammy, was going to Hawaii to visit Paige, and that's when they received a horrific phone call from the authorities. On November 25th, 2019, Marshall's truck was found burnt out in the backcountry of province Away near Pemberton, British Columbia, which is a 13-hour drive from Lethbridge. The area where the truck was found was in a rural forested area where the trailhead is through very rough terrain. You you would need a four-wheel drive. It's very muddy, it's rocky, there's potholes and creeks. There's also no cell phone service, so you can't even use a GPS to get out there. From the trailhead, you have to hike two to three hours to get to the hut, and you have to register ahead of time to stay at the hut. Hikers that were staying at the hut found Marshall's truck burned with clothes and items around but didn't report it to the police right away because they didn't have cell phone service until the next day. There was no sign of Marshall registering to stay at the hut and nothing stating that he had ever been out there before. When his truck was found, there were items of Marshall's but there were also items that were identified to not be Marshall's. There were three cell phones belonging to him that were smashed which... Paige said was normal. I guess he just had these extra cell phones laying around, and an Xbox and a PlayStation were also found near his truck. When Paige went to his apartment, his Xbox Xbox and PlayStation were still in his apartment. So the ones found by his truck were not Marshall's. His cell phone, his backpack, laptop, and wallet were all missing from the truck. There were no financial records for gas for the drive to Pemberton, suggesting that Marshall may have driven or, or sorry, suggesting that Marshall may not have driven or someone else with, was with him on the drive. Since Marshall lived in Calgary at the time, the missing persons file was opened with the Calgary police and then had to be transferred to the Lethbridge police after confirmation of the storage locker logs. The Canadian Royal Mountain Police, also known as the RCMP, spent two days trying to get to the site where Marshall's truck was, and one of their vehicles was actually damaged trying to get up there, so this just kind of paints a picture of how hard it would be and how difficult it would be to get up there within that amount of time. The RCMP attended the scene and photos from that day compared to the photos taken two days earlier by the hikers showed that some of the items had been moved, including the cell phone. So they stated that the cell phones were scattered and then by the time the RCMP got there, there were two cell phones that were actually laying side by side. RCMP thoroughly searched for roughly a week using search and rescue personnel, underwater divers, helicopters, and cadaver dogs. The investigation done by Lethbridge police didn't reveal a cause. Additional searches also took place in May 2020 and June of 2020. I just want to note that the police also couldn't move Marshall's truck to their lab for examining because the terrain was so bad. And the family is not happy about how the police went about their investigation, which I don't blame them. Like, make something fucking work. Make it work. Find a way to get the truck to the lab to examine further because someone is missing. Someone is hurt and unfortunately could not be alive. Anyways, the RCMP have not tested the items that were taken from the scene. The RCMP stated they cannot test for DNA in their crime labs until they have reasonable grounds to believe that a DNA-designated criminal offense has been committed. They said that they don't have any evidence of that at this time, and that's why they can't process the DNA. The RCMP did state that his disappearance is suspicious, but they can't be confident that it's criminal. They are monitoring Marshall's social media and bank accounts, but there hasn't been any activity since November 16th, 2019. Marshall's sister Paige said, quote, "'We still don't know much. "'We have more questions than answers, unfortunately, "'so that's very, very hard to come to terms with. "'Our team of private investigators "'have been there to support us, "'and so anything we ask them, if anything comes up, "'they'll continue to look into any tips we receive.'" Marshall's mom, Tammy, also said, quote, we sat in my kitchen and had a pop. He sat right beside me. I had no idea what was about to come and happen. That was the last night we heard or saw anything of Marshall. Tammy did visit shelters searching for her son and while she was there, a tip came of a possible sighting but ended up not being Marshall. She said, quote, until we have to believe the other side of it. I'm going to hold on to the hope that Marshall is out there and he will be found with everyone's help. The family continues to circulate photos of Marshall, posters, bumper stickers, and hoping the ho- public can help reunite the family with him. The Find Marshall Iowa Shaw Facebook page has garnered over 14,000 followers from all over the world. Marshall was last seen wearing a green hoodie, a gray toque, red high-top sneakers, and black pants. He is described as 5'11", 170 pounds, with brown eyes, shoulder-length brown hair, usually worn tied back, and a mustache. Anyone with information is asked to call the police at 403-328-4444, or you can call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477. I will also link the Facebook page but if you search on Facebook, find Marshall Irishaw, it should come up. I didn't have any issues finding it. I did follow the page. So if there's any updates that come from the family, I will definitely share it with you guys. There's also a petition asking the Lethbridge Police Service to classify the investigation into this disappearance as a criminal case instead of a missing persons case. So far, it has 6,000. 313 signatures but needs 7,500. I will also attach the link for this petition as well for you guys to sign. It's really important that we push for this petition and we get the 7,500 signatures that it needs. Marshall's case is considered a standard missing persons case so until this case is deemed criminal, the police and the RCMP cannot look into you know the historical data they can't examine the fingerprints they can't examine the DNA that may be at the scene which is super fucking frustrating so please please go sign the petition go follow the Facebook page it will really help out the family to find the answers that they need in order to find Marshall and that is the case of Marshall Iwasha Thank you all for listening and until next time. Marshall's case is considered a standard missing persons case, so